Welcome back to Out of the Box Podcast. I'm here with Farron Lucero. Farron, how's it going? It is good, Draw. Everything is just rolling, coming off of a big weekend, Labor Day weekend. There was uh, lots and lots of teams, lots of things going on. I went and helped uh, Shelly Productions there in Hamilton uh, with their Area World Series, and absolutely fantastic turnout, great set of steers, uh, just an awesome event. Um, you know, everybody was using Global this weekend. They, so many people were using it that it started to lag we ran 20,000 wow. teams through jams, and there was a million clicks, wow. people trying to uh, trying to get in there. So it's uh, pretty impressive. But yeah. everything's fixed now because there was a lag. There was a lag. It kind of just overdid the servers, they said. But uh, the IT team, uh, some of the best of the business, they figured it out and uh, shouldn't have that happen again. We just had to take it to a whole new level. Yeah, lots of team ropers, lots of teams, uh, lots of things going on for sure, Farron. And, you know, we have, we're only a few months away from the finale, which is crazy. I can't believe that time has gone this fast, honestly, that 2022 has been a whirlwind. Um, but we got a lot of exciting stuff going on for Vegas. You know, we have the uh, the American qualifier. It's been a, such a big turnout. And I know you've been at a few of them, Farron. And when's the next one? Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, Shelly Productions is producing the next one. Uh, it's going to be in Abilene, Texas at the Expo Center of Taylor County. It's going to be the title fights. Uh, remember, Ropers, in order to enter that, you've got to be a current member. Uh, and then you got to pay for the roping. And then the side pot, that makes you eligible for that side pot. You have to pay for that entry fee as well. But there's $10,000 added on that open side pot. And then... Draw just touched on Vegas. That is going to be $50,000 added, and that's one entry fee. Such a cool opportunity. And, you know, we're, we would love to highlight the open ropers. We have open roping going on, and this year we're going to have a Calcutta. We'll give a little bit more information as we go along, as we get more details on it, but we're pretty excited for that. Yeah, what's more cowboy than having a Calcutta to see if you could pick who the champion is out of that whole roster of open ropers that will uh, be competing there in Vegas at the South Point in Vegas. So if you think you're a big shot and you can pick the winner, show me. Yeah, exactly. Let's get it. So, you know, we have kind of an end of the season promotional deal going on. It started August 1st and it goes through October 9th, which is the end of the qualification period. Um, but this is also there to... Uh, encourage ropers you know I know economy's been tough you know gas prices have been high and also we want to encourage the roper to hit those last end of the year qualifiers so those producers you know can see these teams and have these guys come out so here's the deal Farron if you win any money any money at a qualifier obviously you have to be a current member but if you win any money you get qualified for Vegas so you get that discounted entry of two thousand versus the twenty five hundred that you have to pay for direct. It's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, no, this is an excellent opportunity if you've always wanted to go to uh, the finale, and uh, it's been something you know you can win the fast time check not placing this year up until that October 9th cutoff and get yourself a spot to that finale. Just a good time for everybody. We have Cowboy Christmas. We've got the NFR going on. I mean, it is just a party all the time. So that's it. Get out to Vegas. All right, Farron, what do we got going on on this podcast? 
Oh, well, we get to talk to Ricky DeCure, one of uh, our past winners from last year. Him and Josh Camo out of Louisiana teamed up to win one of the largest checks paid out at the Air at World Series finale. They split 260000 We also get to catch up with Clay Acuna to see what that guy's been doing since uh, he and uh, Johnny Salvo walked away champions last year as well. Yeah, you know, we... We got to touch on a little bit of Clay's family and some things that have been going on and an issue that his son had had when his son was born, but everything's great, but it's a really cool story. So I encourage everyone to listen in and sit tight. All right. Uh, I have Ricky here. Thanks for being on the show. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do for a living and the division you won and the amount you won at the finale this past year. I'm Ricky. I'm from uh, Urbanville, Louisiana, South Louisiana, and I win the 11th finale, and we split 260000 Absolutely an amazing day, Ricky. I still remember watching you guys back in the box for uh, all that cash. I mean, it's one of the biggest payouts at the finale. And um, when you're back in the box for that kind of money, what was rolling through your head? I mean, what? I mean, you got to have the mind of a champion. And uh, and then to be able to finish, what was what was going through yours? Oh man, it was. I was just my main deal was just it was another stage, just try to keep calm and don't do anything crazy and just. <laughs> and you did. You guys were you guys finished strong. You guys were fast. You got. I mean, that you guys put the exclamation mark on it. There was no doubt when you were done. What. Um, you know, I had a friend in college, Kai Atwood, and every time he'd go win something, he'd go buy him something. You know, one time he won at uh, at Albuquerque at the Super Looper, and he uh, went and bought him uh, uh, an Xbox and and uh, some game. And I said, "What did you do that for?" He says, "Well, when you win, you're supposed to treat yourself." And I said, "All oh, right, on." So, what did you treat yourself to? Well, I bought a, uh, I brought a 2022 Dodge, the Lambie, and Man. I bought a. Uh, uh, four horse exes. I bought the whole rig. Oh, you got an exes. Oh, man, you got the whole thing from front to oh, back. Yeah. I bought the whole rig from front to back. <laughs> it was something I needed. It's something I've been needing for a while, so I finally got that done. Man, good for you. Good for you. How has it changed your life or affected your life since then? Oh, man, it feels like everywhere you go, somebody knows you now. <laughs> somebody knows your name. Somebody knows what happened. It's going to open up a lot more networks. I didn't even think about that because people love winners, right? So everybody's like, that's the guy. That's the guy that won 260000 him and his partner. Uh, and then you guys get back home, and I think they put you in the hometown newspaper and, and all that too, right? Oh, yeah. They put us in the hometown newspaper. We did some, a couple of interviews, and it opened up a lot of doors for different sponsorships and endorsements, and it helped out a bunch, definitely. Yeah. Hey, you're a businessman, Ricky. You're playing the game just how you, you should right there. Everybody loves to hang out with the winners, and everybody wants to do this and that. And But those networking opportunities, you bring up a good point right there for sponsorships, some endorsements. And you do rodeo some there locally, don't you? Do you, you guys, uh, and, and primarily you head, right? Yes, yeah, sir. Primarily I head. We've been going to a couple circuit rodeos. Just a couple weeks after that, we won one of the big ones in Kansas City, Missouri. The uh, pro rodeo, so that was good, and we just been ticking along. We're gonna make the circuit, go to circuit finals, and a couple of amateur rodeo finals around here. Man, it's taking it one day at a time. How about you? How about you? Oh, did yeah. uh, did you uh, did you buy any new horses too later on, or you still got your ace that you always use, or what's that look I, like? 
I still got my ace that I always use. I bought a couple young horses and just been training a couple young horses, riding a couple young ones. Still been out there looking for that good head horse. I hadn't found the perfect one yet, but I'm still looking. So are you planning on attending the finale this upcoming year? Yes, ma'am. I'll be attending. I'm, uh, I'm entering 12 and 11. Me and Josh are going to rope to 12, and I got another part number up to 11 with. Maybe we could have us a repeat winner. Definitely. That's the plans for sure. Yeah, you know, there's one guy that he probably won the most at uh, at the finale, and it's Samuel Luxinger. And the guy, I think he's won two finales and placed in another one, something like that, man. And he's an Oklahoma guy. And uh, so I don't know. Louisiana's going to have to come back and represent. And you keep doing that $130,000 at a time, Ricky. You're going you're gonna to be a force to be reckoned with, man. Man, well, Ricky, it's been fantastic to talk to you, man. It's uh, we can't wait to see what you do uh, in the 2022 Ariat World Series finale. Uh, gonna be lots of money up there for grabs, and uh, and we wish you the best of luck. Thanks a lot, I appreciate it. So, I have uh, Clay Cunha here, and thanks for being on the show. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do for a living, where you're from, and talk to us, you know, what. What division did you win last year at the finale and the amount of money that you had won? Um, what I did for a living is I was in the oil field, started off over in Pecos, pumping and stuff like that over there. And then I got into dual fuel stuff and I was over in East Texas over there doing that. And then right before the World Series finals, I uh, kind of kind of went through a little deal with work there and I was jobless and then I went and won the World Series finals and now I'm just kind of hanging out a little bit and having some family time right now doing a little odds and end job to keep going but really I've been having a year for me just kind of kick back and relax it's been great yeah so um I knew you know you had told us at the finale that your wife was pregnant um when did you guys have the baby you know tell us a little bit about you know your family so I had an older son who was two at the time, and then we had our younger son, Canyon, in February, and he was born with some issues. He had a hole in his lung. So when he was born initially, right there in Granbury, um, he didn't do well. They had to take him out of there, rush him over to Cook's, because that hole created a pocket on the outside of his lung, and he couldn't breathe. So it was kind of crushing everything there. So we stayed there at Cook's Hospital for, shoot, a week and tried to get him back and on the right track and stuff. And all that was a God thing for me because winning the World Series finals the way I did, coming in, hopping on a horse I'd never roped off before and just doing what I did and flying right out and just step over and then have a kid like that and me not have to have a job during all that. And just have the finances and the ability to take some time off and be with my family and get everything lined out right there was just huge for me. I mean, without that, I would have been in a huge bind. So that was God looking out for me the whole time on that thing. Absolutely. Clay, who's, uh, whose horse did you borrow? And I, I know you know Johnny. You guys are buds. Um, yeah. So what had happened? Did you did you lose your horse prior to? Or? <laughs> I had a horse and I, I liked my horse. He's, he's great, but I didn't want... My wife was pregnant, and I didn't want to have to go to Wickenburg and drive all the way out there and all that stuff. And the Bases are great friends of mine, the guys over at Corini Saddle Company, Wayne and Bob and Bodie and all them. And right. I've known them forever. 
And I called up Bob and I asked him if I could just hop on one of his because he's usually pretty mounted. And he said, oh, yeah, not a problem. So I just went over there and I hopped on and got the burn steer in the heartland right there. And that kind of gave me the feel for it. <laughs> went on. Yeah, me and Renee Cervantes, we came back second high call in the heartland right there. That horse was amazing. Like he was just easy. Tell us a little bit about kind of the the journey that you were on last year with, with your son and your family and um, how everything is going now. So when we went over to Cook's, my wife had this, I, I don't even know how to really say this. It, it's going to come out wrong, but pregnant ladies have a deal where sometimes I can get some kind of sepsis in their mouth and it mm. came out her throat. So she got, she had a, uh, I forget what it's called, but it came out her jaw and went out her throat. So she had to be in a different hospital the whole time. So she had pretty much one day because she got cut open. We got the kid out, went to cooks. She had to stay there that night and at the Granberry Hospital, and I was over in uh, Fort Worth at the Cooks Hospital with our son, Canyon. So she didn't even get to spend that night with him. And then she goes over there, and the next day, they had to cut her open and do all that. And they kept her at a separate hospital for a couple days. So we had family spread everywhere, and my poor wife wasn't getting to spend the time that she needed to with her kid and stuff like that. So it was really hard for all of us. And my it, it was during... Uh, they are still COVID issues. So like my son couldn't go up there and stay with me and my parents couldn't go up there and stay with me. It was just my wife and I and Canyon that were allowed in that room and she wasn't there. She was in a different hospital. So it was just me alone up there a bunch. And then she is stuck alone in a different hospital. And that was really hard for us. But the people at Cook's were so wonderful. The nurses, everyone, everyone checked on me as much as they checked on my son. And they had a pastor over there that allowed my pastor to come in and they bent some rules because of COVID stuff. And then they saw me alone over there. So they just loved on me as hard as they could. So one thing that I did while I was there, there were a couple ladies that I talked to about giving back to them and trying to help them out because I don't have a lot of money, but I do have my World Series saddle. I was talking to them about that, and they're like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Uh, would you be interested in donating it? And I was like, of course. So what I'm doing is this fall I'm going to donate this year's World Series saddle that I won, the finale saddle, to them, and they're going to auction it off or raffle it off or do something like that to try to create some money for cooks, which I am just super excited about. Oh, that's going to be, oh, that was a beautiful saddle that you'd won. I mean, those oh, saddles yeah. that are given there at um, at the finale, those cactus saddles are absolutely, uh, I mean, top of the line. They're good. And, and then somebody else is going to go get it. So everything that happened, Clay, just kind of, it just kind of fell into place. Nobody, um, <laughs> you know, it just nobody Divine really, it seems like nobody knows, you know, how, how everything goes, but now look at all the steps and what it's, what it's done. And, um, that's absolutely amazing. So Can Canyon's good now, right? I mean, you just monitor or what's the... He's six months old and he's, what is it, like 22 pounds now? He's a monster. He's huge. All he <laughs> wants to do is eat. Good. He's a happy little baby and everything's good. Yeah. Uh, they stopped doing x-rays on him because they thought the hole cl closed up and everything's good. He hasn't had any breathing problems. It's been just amazing and everything's been good. And 
uh, talking about that with the saddle thing, I called up the people from Cactus because Cooks wanted to know kind of a baseline of what those saddles go for and stuff like that and talked to some of the people over at Cactus and they were so wonderful about providing information and all that stuff to them. I just wanted to thank them because the people at Cactus were just wonderful about that. Good. No, they're a great group of people. We love we love hanging out with them, having them. They they definitely part of the the family. So no, that's yeah. that's yeah. very that's that's awesome. I can't I can't wait to see what happens there at that benefit. That's yeah. Be pretty when cool. is that? When is that auction? Yeah. So they're trying to figure out when all that is happening. I will dang sure get the information and send it out to you guys because I'd love to kind of get oh, some community good. outreach from the roping community and see what we could get done there. Yes, sir. So Clay, are you going to be roping in the finale this year? This upcoming? I am. I'm going to be roping with Bobby Bays in the 13. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. You have your own horse, or is Bobby bringing you one? No, I, I plan on doing the same exact thing. Exactly. I'm change it, right? On. Yeah. If it's working, yeah. why change the it mix up? Was right. We know. We know how to mix. <laughs> That's all right. Exactly. I don't yep. blame you. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do anything different either. Yep. Yep. So I'm pretty excited about that. And it's, it's pretty neat to get to rope with your close friends like the bases and all that. And it was neat winning with Salvo because you can't help but love that little guy. You you can try hard. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to try hard with him, but you eventually you just love him no matter what. So <laughs> uh, that's cool. It's a whole good group of guys right there that you hang out with for sure. Clay. Yeah. I, I live in Texas, but I still love my New Mexico people. So. I still consider you a New Mexican. I was just telling Farron that. I was like, I don't know. I feel like Clay's still got New Mexico roots to him. So Everyone does. I, I will always love New Mexico. It was such a wonderful place for me to grow up. For, and I was so grateful for all the people that I met over there. I just really enjoy Texas, too. Like, Lingleville, we have a wonderful community over here. All the people in Stephenville area, everyone's so nice. And it's just wonderful living here. But I do miss the food, especially in New Mexico. Oh, here. that's the biggest thing. So in November, it'll be 17 years that I've lived in Texas. And man, I tell you what, I, I still miss that green chili on the eggs, on anything, for lunch, on the sandwiches. It don't matter. I just went to Sadie's last night. You can <laughs> ask my wife. It, it's one of those things. It's like it's gold around me. Like I have. So I still run over there and I'll get the shiftlets to get me some hatch chili and stuff like that. And. I'll go and I'll keep it. And anyone that comes to the house, they better be pretty special if they're going to touch my green chili. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you right there. They, they better not. They better ask too. Yeah, hundred percent. If anyone starts eyeballing it, we <laughs> yeah we have words. They're like, huh? We need to let these people go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful nice having y'all. Don't touch my yeah, green chili. We'll see you go. next time. <laughs> I'm going to bed, so y'all leave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Clay. We we loved having you on here, um, and hopefully you get to come say hi to us and in the winner's circle at the finale this upcoming year. Planning on it. Planning on it. So. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Clay. Yes, ma'am. No problem, guys. All right, Farron, those are some great stories from some good guys. Oh, absolutely. Ricky DeCure, he's, uh, you can just hear it in his voice. That guy can't help but smile. Uh, driving that Laramie, that Ram truck up and down the road. Congratulations to him. Got the new trailer to go with it. Uh, Clay and his family. Uh, obviously some ups and downs right there, but that guy's staying happy and positive and sounds like Old Canyon's doing pretty good. So we're happy to see that. And everybody, they're planning to come back. And why wouldn't you? Right, exactly. 
Well, Farron, you know, we talked about it in the beginning of the podcast, some great ways to qualify. And tell us about what we got going on this weekend. Yeah, here's uh, here's this weekend. Here's a little snapshot, folks. You could go to WSTRoping.com and take a look at the full calendar as well because uh, you want to you go ahead and prepare and be at these great events. We're talking about uh, the Ariat World Series right here, Tremonton, Utah. That's going to be this weekend, as well as Edna, Texas. They're going to be having a three-day event there. Series California will be seeing Ariat World Series. And coming into Hermiston, Oregon, is the Hermiston Qualifier. So very exciting. And remember, folks, you win your check, and it could be the fast time not placing. That's going to make you eligible for a spot at the Ariat World Series finale at the South Point Hotel Casino Resort. In beautiful, lovely Las Vegas. I've already got my reservations. Hope all of you guys do. Yeah, we are ready. And Farron, where where can we catch you down the road? Oh, let's see. I've got, um, what do I've got coming up? I've got a college rodeo at my alma mater at Eastern New Mexico University that I'm looking forward to. I am helping at the title fights as well with uh, Shelly Productions and the Area World Series of Team Roping. That, of course, got uh, the Abilene special tied to that with our friends at a resist all. Uh, of course, we live it every day, draw. It don't matter if it's performance, if it's on the ranch, or if you just put on your boots and you just go and uh, turn on some uh, Cody Johnson, put the put the old windows down and put your elbow out the window and just cruise. But uh, that's uh, we live it every day. Well, and I've got some high school volleyball games that I'm coaching and we're on How's the up and up. Going? So. How is the volleyball season? <laughs> you know, we're a work in progress, but it's uh, the beginning of the season. They're starting to they got a gel, huh? You're yeah, they got the, a gel. Putting the product into the cake. My whole goal is to peak at the right time. So I'm not worried about peaking now. I just want to peak in November when we hit state. So Well, you've got some state championship titles to your name, some coaches of the year to your name. I sure you can be <laughs> oh, okay. But you gotta be up to the challenge, right? That's part yep. of it. Yes, sir. Well, cool. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hope to see you down the road. Thanks, Farron. Thank you.